And finally, finally, it clicked. It popped. I went to one of my deepest core beliefs ever. Like I, I had been circling this thing for so long and it's crazy to think how this was running my life. Hello, welcome back to the Inner Thread podcast. Today's episode is going to be the first ever solo episode. So what are we talking about today? About a month ago, me and my girlfriend broke up and we made that heartbreak episode. A heartbreak episode was very well received. It seems like a lot of people have been through breakups and felt that heartbreak pain. I had a bunch of people reach out and show me love. So I appreciate all of you for sending your support. But I also had people that asked for a follow-up episode. They wanted to hear how things were going since that breakup, what has come up. And I didn't really want to make an episode about that. I didn't really feel like there was much value there. But the last few weeks have been so transformational for me that I actually think there is a lot of lessons here. I've learned a lot. I wanted to share some of the takeaways I've learned because I think a lot of the stuff that we've covered in past episodes came up for me and served as a framework for me to explore my inner world. So let's get into it. We broke up about four weeks ago and I got rocked. I was in pieces that first few weeks after and I've been in longer relationships. I've had a breakup after a five-year relationship, after a three-year relationship. But the way I felt after this one was just so much deeper and I could feel that there was something very real going on that I wanted to learn more about it. It really felt like an opportunity to understand myself in a way that I had never been able to. Over the years, I've gone to therapy on and off. And if you listen to this podcast regularly, you know my father is very knowledgeable and he's a great resource when it comes to emotional support and learning more about yourself and helping find inner growth. And so in my 20s, I did a lot of soul searching. I did a lot of inner work and I was able to pick away at a lot of the low hanging fruit and it helped me become much more confident in who I was as a person. There was a lot of benefits, but there was always this deep hidden stuckness and I and I didn't know why it was there. I didn't know what it was, but I could always kind of feel it. I really prioritized my mental health this last year and I started doing weekly therapy. And that was around the same time that me and my ex-girlfriend started dating. And the reason I say that is because mixed with all that therapy, all that inner work, I was really learning who I was and how to show up super authentically in relationships. So when we met and started dating, that was the realest version of myself that I've ever presented to anyone in a relationship. And I let so many of my guards down. And as that year went on, we got closer. I did more therapy and I learned so much. Like my dad always says, relationships bring up so much of your early wounding, your your inner world. And so... As we were dating and I was going to therapy, I kept learning more and more about myself and it was great. Fast forward to the breakup and I am in pieces after. I'm, I'm in shambles. And throughout that year, as I went to more therapy, as our relationship got more serious, as I peeled back more and more layers and got closer to my heart, closer to the source of all my, my love and my rawness, I could feel that this thing that I'd been circling for years, this deep, heavy part of me that I couldn't understand, I could feel like it was getting louder. It was getting more pronounced. I was getting closer to it. And when we broke up and I fell apart, I could feel how close I was to this really deep, powerful part of me that has been hidden for so long that I've been trying to understand but haven't been able to. And I talked about it in the heartbreak episode. This was the most awareness that I've ever had to my wounds. And so I thought to myself, this is my opportunity to really face this this hidden thing that you've been trying to understand for so many years. I spent the last few weeks journaling, meditating, going to extra therapy, talking to as many people as I could, reading different books that talk about core beliefs and childhood trauma. And finally, finally it clicked it popped i went to one of my deepest core beliefs ever like i 
I had been circling this thing for so long and it's crazy to think how this was running my life. This was at the root of so many of my decisions in life, so many of my motivations. But I finally found this deep childhood belief when I was three or four years old that I would die alone. And I was able to trace it back to the actual memory that it came from. And by going to that core belief, by going to the place that it was formed and sitting there and feeling all of the intense emotion associated with that memory and journaling about it and understanding it, basically opening Pandora's box. And let me tell you, it was not that fun. It hurt a lot. It was super uncomfortable. There was a lot of discomfort and intense emotion, but I could tell that I was working through something super deep inside me. Actually, in the book that I was reading at the time, they talk about this exact phenomenon and they say that the opposite of depression is vitality. And vitality is being able to experience the full kaleidoscope of life's emotions. So everything that's good, like the happiness and the joy and all the positive warm emotions, but also the anger and disgust and rage and envy, all of those darker, colder emotions that aren't as fun to feel. Vitality is experiencing all of those emotions freely without being stuck anywhere. And this book said that you can't experience vitality if the roots of your childhood are cut off. And what they meant was that there's this intense emotion in your childhood that you can't understand. You're too young to know that you're going to be okay. So when you feel those intense emotions, you feel like you're going to die. You feel like it's literally a survival thing at that point. And a lot of us cut ties with those emotions and that causes the emotions that we felt in those moments to kind of get stuck or jammed. And then as we go about life and there's situations where those emotions want to come up, they can't because they're kind of trapped, they're stuck. There's a bit of a disconnect with those emotions. And so the way to get to vitality, to experience all of these emotions in life and live a full whole life is to actually go back to our childhood and experience those intense emotions, understand why they're there and how they're there. And by doing so, we eliminate how threatening these emotions were to us when we didn't understand them. And by bringing awareness, we're able to experience this vitality now. We're able to let all of these emotions flow, the good ones, the bad ones, all of them, when we feel them, they're able to flow cleanly through us without this resistance and association with this past pain. And so how did that tie back to my memory? Well, I had an early core belief that I was gonna die from loneliness because when I was really young, my mom was going through something that I could feel as a child and she was an adult and so she knew, yeah, this thing is not fun to feel, but it's not going to kill me. But I didn't know that. I was a little baby. I was three years old and I could only feel my mother. And when I felt these things off of her, I thought I was going to die. I thought these would be the end of me. And as I grew up, this core belief kind of dictated who I was in the world. I was constantly seeking outside validation all the time. And in relationships with girlfriends, I've needed their love so deeply because without it, I felt like I was going to die. Like I actually felt like I was going to die. And I know that seems dramatic, but I looked it up and core beliefs go back to the way we relate to survival. So it's actually pretty normal to feel this exaggerated emotion like you're going to die when someone triggers a core belief. And that was a huge breakthrough for me because I was in this breakup with this girl that I loved so much. And the love that she had given me was exactly what I had been looking for my whole life. But it was coming from the outside. And so when I got it from her, when she was giving me this love, I was like overdosing on it. I was drinking it by the gallon because I had been so deprived for so long. But it started to lose its potency because it can't come from the outside. That love 
has to come from the inside. And so this love that she was giving me that at first felt so good was actually pushing me now into more of a depressed place because I wasn't experiencing vitality. I wasn't able to let these intense emotions like loneliness and fear They were stuck because my core belief left them disconnected. And I remember thinking, this is such a good relationship. Like there's so much I'm proud of here, but I just feel this emptiness inside me that I can't explain. And when we broke up and I didn't have access to that love that she was giving me anymore, my system freaked out. And that's why I went into such a dark place because my system felt like it was gonna die. I knew I wasn't gonna die. I knew I was going through a breakup and I just needed time, but I could just really feel how there was so much more tied to this feeling. And as I pulled on that string and got deeper and deeper and finally reached the bottom of that core belief, it was unbelievable to see how my relationship with the whole outside world shifted after I had made peace with that core belief and been able to let those early trapped emotions flow way freer. Because I still miss her. I still miss the companionship. There's stuff about her personality I miss. But the way I relate to our relationship and the way I relate to that love is so much different. Because what happened before was it felt like there was this puzzle inside of me with a missing piece and her love was that piece. And it felt good at first to have a completed puzzle inside of me But all those puzzle pieces have to be yours. Those puzzle pieces can't come from the outside world or that puzzle will stop glowing over time. And when I finally brought awareness to this early core belief and was able to experience that intense emotion, I felt like I was taking this last missing puzzle piece and putting it inside of me. And now this puzzle was finally glowing in the most real, authentic way that I've ever felt. And it was remarkable to see that although I did still miss her and I was still mourning a breakup and grieving the loss of our relationship, I didn't feel like it was life or death anymore. I didn't feel like I needed her or I was going to die. I felt like I miss her, but I'm okay inside. I'm enough. I'm complete. I'm whole. And when I thought about the future, it didn't seem as dark and broken and shattered. I felt like, yeah, I'm gonna get through this. And then I'm going to continue to live an incredible life. And then I started to notice how everything I had been doing was kind of tainted because I was looking for this external validation. So all these other parts of my life that I've been struggling with, like judgment and validation and self-love and enoughness, they all shifted too because all of a sudden I wasn't looking for anything outside of me. So when I felt judgment, I didn't internalize it. I knew that I was already enough inside and it didn't really matter. All of a sudden... These rocks that people can throw at you, metaphorically, felt like they were bouncing off. And I could see how I was going about my professional career, looking to make a ton of money so that I could prove to the world that I was something. And when I was showing up in relationships with girls, I was doing so much to make sure that they could love me and that I could win their love forever so that I could feel that love for myself. But all of a sudden, with this new awareness, I was in this place where I finally felt free. I felt truly liberated. This past week or two, I've been in this new chapter of my breakup, this new chapter of my self-development, where I finally feel whole and like the real true Sean. And it's been exhausting to let these emotions come up, but it's been so rewarding for me to be able to let all of these emotions flow through me and just experience them. Whether they're uplifting and joyous or if they're dark, heavy and sad and full of sorrow, I'm doing a lot more observing of these emotions and watching them flow through me instead of tying stories and narratives about who I am in this world. And that's the reason I wanted to make this episode today is because I realized that although I've been doing all this work on myself and going to therapy and reading and journaling and slowing down and meditating, I could still feel that there was stuff inside of me that was holding me back that I wasn't able to reach. And the closer I got to that stuff, 
the more uncomfortable it became. But I really wanted to put this message out that that emotion is so intense, but it's so rewarding. If you can approach it with grace and rely on your support system and really practice inner strength and work through that stuff, it can bring you to some of the most rewarding places. And to sum up this episode, I wanted to talk about some of the practices that I used that helped me dig deeper inside and really pull this stuff out and then serve as a container while I sifted through it and was able to reflect and learn and grow from it. The first one was I had to leverage a lot of support from my community. I really had to think about who can hold me down right now. And I made sure to call them every time I started to feel weak. For me, it was even some of my friends' moms. I needed some strong female energy in my life. And so I would use them as support. I would use my parents, my brothers, my friends. I used as many people as I could and was really honest about when those conversations were helping and when they were hurting. The second thing was I had to be very gentle on myself. I set high standards for myself. And this was not the time to do that. I really had to let go. I had a lot more movie nights. I focused a lot on cooking really good food. I just really needed to do things that made me feel good. And that could be being alone or hanging out with friends. But I realized how gentle I had to be on myself because I was hurting. And because a lot of this stuff was very raw and deep, I wanted to just make sure that I was doing the things that made me feel good. The third thing was slowing down. Every morning it felt like I would wake up with a fresh heart full of pain. No matter how great I had felt the night before, it just felt like overnight that stuff built up again. And so I really focused on slowing down in my mornings. I would start by going on a walk and making myself move a little bit, even though it's not what I wanted to do. And then I would focus on doing some yoga because I was really trying to pull myself out of my thoughts, out of my head and into my body and live a lot more of these weeks inside my body. So the yoga helped a lot. And after I did yoga, I would really try to meditate for 20, 30 minutes, I mean, however long I could. And when I was done meditating, I would journal every morning. I would journal just how my heart felt, why I was hurting, all the reasons that I thought I might be experiencing this pain and expanding on the stuff that felt like it was rooted in some deeper truths. But just getting all those emotions out on paper was so therapeutic. And then even reading my journal entries to friends so that I could talk through it and just better understand this stuff. And those things really helped me start my day. After I would do those, I would feel a little more grounded and I was able to work and be a little more productive. And when I started to feel like I might be sliding into a dangerous place again, I would go on a run, do some pull-ups or exercise, but just push that energy through. I wanted to use all that energy that was making my mind race and making my heart hurt. I wanted to use it, get it out. And so slowing down and moving were two things that were essential for me just to help make sure that things were flowing in my life and that I wasn't stuck and stagnant, but there was movement and that I was using this time productively. And then the last thing I'll say was therapy. Oh man, I called my therapist. We had two sessions a week and I felt so much better after every single session and I could not wait to get into the next one. Being able to talk with someone who I trusted and I knew this time was about me and they were there to support me through my process, it was such a valuable resource. I learned so much when I was able to take what I was journaling about and thinking about to therapy and pick it apart with a professional. And so using all those things and staying consistent with them was super helpful for me, but I still hurt a lot through the process. I still hurt a lot now. I just can feel the difference that I've made. I'm starting to finally work towards such a beautiful version of myself. And it came at one of the darkest times of my life. I really had to go to this dark, cold place. But I'm so proud of the way that I'm able to practice resiliency because I feel like I can handle what life has to throw at me now. After I've been through this and able to really look inside and see that I'm enough, I can do anything, and I'm always going to be okay, the rest just becomes so much easier. So that concludes our episode for today. 
first solo episode. I felt like I was ranting the whole time. I hope this was valuable. I hope people can pull some takeaways from this episode. At the very least, it was therapeutic for me to synthesize my thoughts, get them all pulled together, tell my story. So at the very least, if you didn't get anything from this episode and you made it this far, then I appreciate you listening to me vent and holding space to this podcast. So we'll see you back here for this week's meditation. Until then, don't forget to breathe slow, summon your support group, and know that you're already enough. You have everything you need inside you. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.